Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey, oh gosh, this week we are going to be talking about two really juicy topics. Uh, One, should you have a big team to be successful in your business? And then should you go into business with a partner like your best friend or someone that you know? All right. So first of all, this idea that you need a big team to be successful. This is a tricky one for a lot of entrepreneurs, right? Because we often go into business for ourselves because we want to work by ourselves because we want to have control over everything. And often I see then people really overinvest very quickly into making sure that they have a like, you know, a, a ton of people working for them. So there is no right or wrong around this, okay? But I want to today I want to challenge the viewpoint that you have to have a big team to be successful. And the only reason that I am bringing that to you, one because I'm an introvert and two because I actually have a super lean team. So I'm on team lean team. <laughs> team lean team. You might be on team big team. And that is okay as well. If the idea excites you or makes you want to buff and run away and throw in your business for an easy life, that's great. We're going to talk about a lot of that stuff today because I have some great news for you. You can create your business in any way you like. I run a multi-million dollar business and I still don't have a big full-time team. So I'm going to take you behind the scenes in my business, get you rethinking um that you have to do that okay and also then after the break we'll talk about if you should go into business with a friend or a business partner because that's going to be interesting as well okay so when people find out that I have a multi-million dollar business they assume one of two things one that I must work crazy busy hours to make that kind of income which I don't and actually spoiler alert you have to work less than you did before to make more money I know it doesn't work in your brain And the second uh, assumption is that I must have a lot of people on my team helping me. Now, I'm not saying I do this all by myself. I don't know a single successful entrepreneur who can claim that they do. And um, I, I run this for myself because of my personality. As I said, I'm an introvert. I always found jobs where I could work by myself. You know, even when I was working in big, um, like corporations like PricewaterhouseCoopers, I'd always find a role that had no people working under them. And it was just like a random little role, lone wolf in the company. So when I set up my business, I remember my friends telling me that I had to keep on hiring people. And that was, you know, the way to go to get to that six figure and then that seven figure business. But if I was going to set my business up in that way and and force myself to be in supervisor mode, I just don't think that would work for me. So a lot of people are surprised to find out that my team costs are a very small part of my overall expenses and I don't have any full-time staff. So how have I managed to grow my business with such a lean team? So it all comes down to two guiding principles. Number one, Get the right people doing the right things, okay? The right people doing the right things. Now, I've heard way too many stories of entrepreneurs who have assumed that just like, 
I don't know, hiring an assistant or hiring a social media person or whatever, it's just one of the things that you just do, right? And so often people do it way too early before their business is ready for it or they don't know and they haven't set themselves up for success around it. Uh, Like, oh my God, I did this my it was so embarrassing. I did this in my first year. I hired someone to be a virtual assistant for me and then I just never contacted them and I paid them for like 10 weeks and I never sent them any tasks. And they would they would go, "Hey, anything you want me to do?" and I'd just go, "Eh." eh. And and then eventually I just stopped the payments and then they didn't say anything. And that sounds so random, but then the next time I tried it, I did it with an agency and I I outsourced to a firm who had staff in India, so it was much cheaper. Um, So I had them for much longer and I just did not know what to do to fill their day. And that was not leading me towards this chillpreneur lifestyle I wanted. It stressed me out big time and it was very non-ideal. So what should you do if you do want to start outsourcing and you do want to build a team, but you don't want to make the mistake of hiring the wrong people for the right thing, the wrong thing? So... I would sit down and just write a list, okay, of all the things that need to be done in your business. You can start with the things that stress you out the most. So it could be your bookkeeping, your customer service, doing emails, scheduling clients. It could be tech stuff. It could be sending your newsletter out. That that stress out list is probably the first place that you would go to hire out, okay? So that's all the stuff that's just causing you stress. Now, you know what? As women, like and I know not everyone listening is a woman, but like uh, it might not be stuff in your business that's stressing you out. It actually might be stuff at home. So it could be if you've got kids, it could be doing laundry or school lunches or cleaning your house or whatever. That all that all goes on your list as well because I consider my home team to be just as important as my um, business team, okay? So that's the first list. And then I would make a list of things that currently are stopping you from making more money. So it could be a website that's broken. It could be like graphic design that you know is kind of turning off clients. It could be a website that's not mobile responsive. It it could be an email system that's not sending out your newsletters properly. You know, like things that stop you making money. That's the next um, area that you should work on. And then you can also do a list of things that will you think will start making you more money. So this could be a Facebook ad person, a launch manager, or for someone to help you just knuckle down and finish writing and publishing your course. So there are the three lists, right? Things that stress you out, things that stop you making money, and things that would start to help you make money. Now, none of these people have to be full-time, by the way, but the choice to hire every person has to move you forward to your goal of chill and prosper, making money, less work, and you can start small, okay? And actually, I most of us should start with just a couple of hours. If you find someone who does this for a lot of clients, they're very used to just billing you for, you know, a few hours. That's totally fine. You think of accountants, they bill you in like six-minute increments. If you can find an assistant, um, someone who works as an OBM, like online business manager or a VA, virtual assistant, they might be used to doing some of these tasks for a lot of people and they would be happy to bill you and start, you know, quite small. 
you do not have to jump in and just hire everyone full time. That's totally fine. Um, when I finally cracked the assistant problem, instead of trying to do too much, I just started with five hours a week, you know, just to do customer service, just to like go through my inbox and just make sure that that was taken care of. And then we gradually expanded her role. And, you know, I still only have a part-time assistant kind of working 20 hours a week or so, but it's the right person doing the right things. I also like hiring people on a project by project basis. So you can hire most people like graphic designers, copywriters, people who do videos for you, uh, people who do some marketing. Uh, You can hire them on a project basis. So instead of getting them to do like, oh, can you do 10 graphics? It's like, well, can you do 100 graphics and schedule them out for the whole year? I love batching myself, but I love hiring people for just high intensity kind of things. It's about making your life as easy as possible. And to be honest, I like keeping my expenses as easy and lean as possible. Okay, so you might be curious about my current team. So our business revenue, when I say our, it's me and my husband now, um, is at about that $3.5 million. But I made it to uh, $1.5 million with just me and a part-time assistant because I was doing really focused on like money driving activities, simple business model, money boot camp, that's, that's all. And I wasn't, I didn't have a lot of complexity. So it was just me. I was responsible for all the marketing. So I did all social media marketing. You know, I did Facebook lives every day, Periscope. You remember that Periscope lives every day? Uh, I, I went on a ton of podcasts and my assistant, she did all the admin of that. So she did customer service. She helped people get into the into my money boot camp if they had problems. She sometimes scheduled podcasts for me, but it was just a very easy business model. However, like even just with me and my assistant, and I still didn't work full time then because I was having babies, you know, I had a few contractors here and there. So I'd have my bookkeeper and I would bring in someone to do video stuff every now and again and just hire people when I needed them. But most of it was just was just me and her. Now, that might surprise you that you could get to, you know, six figures or a million dollars with such a small team. But as I said, it was very simple business model. The more you add your complexity, sometimes the more people that you have to add. Okay, so here's my current team. So as I said, we're at like the $3.5 million. Um, so me, I am the face of the business. I can't outsource this. I show up, I speak, and I show my face. So I'm on podcasts uh, probably four or five times a week. Sometimes my team pitches them, but often the more podcasts you're on, the more the people will ask you to be on podcasts. So we don't have to do a ton of work around that. And I automate as much as possible. When someone books into a podcast with me, there's no back and forth as much as possible. We try and eliminate that because I have my bio on the form. I have, you know, pictures, a link to a Dropbox with pictures. I have everything there. So that eliminates a lot of the back and forth. So this is my job is just to show up, be here now. And my job is to obviously fulfill coaching calls in my money boot camp. Now, that's really my main responsibility in the business. I also create all of the social media content and I just do that. I batch that like once a month, I'll sit down and I'll probably do 20 different things and I'll schedule them up. I could outsource the scheduling. I totally could and I probably will. And I have at certain points, but at the moment I'm still doing that. So this is where we get a lot of our leads. This is where, you know, 
This is how people find me. I generally say no to PR opportunities that take too much time. Like if someone asks me to write an article, it's way too much work for me. But if they ask to get on for 30 minutes and interview me to create an article, that's definitely my preferred. So you can see how like there's so many different ways to run your business, but I always do it in a way that's going to be like the fewer amount of people as possible and the most amount of ease for me. So that's pretty much my role in the company. Now I'm going to take a quick break and I'm kind of going to come back and tell you everyone else in my business and what they do as well. All right. See you in a sec. My name is Heather Schwartz. I'm a writer in upstate New York, and I also produce books through my company, Connections for Kids. I was so inspired by Denise's story of how she won the honeymoon contest in her book, Lucky Bitch. And the takeaway for me was that there's always more you can do. Because it's true. I realized there was so much more I could be doing for my career and my creativity and my earning potential. I was just really inspired by every word of that book and the other two as well. So I would recommend Denise work to anyone. Hello, I'm Heidi Mark from a little village in England and I help frustratingly overwhelmed entrepreneurs and employees find their unique way to live the successful life they long for without screwing up the health and relationships. I absolutely love everything Denise has written. It's literally changed my life. I recommend her books all the time. Be a guru, not a contributor. Changed my life, remove the fear and also changing the whole conversation around money and that women having money is a really good thing. Love it, freedom, joy, relief at being able to do this work. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, welcome back. So I've just told you what I do in the business, which is pretty much like being the face of the business. That took me a little while to come to because I felt like I had to do a bit of everything. And I, when Mark, my husband, came into the business, I felt like I had to muck in a little bit more. Um, so that took a little bit of unlearning to do that. Okay, so Mark's role is actually kind of a bit of a jack of all trades role. And I'll admit that I'd probably have to hire a couple of extra people to replace Mark. So Mark is our launch manager. So he manages our launches, which means that he's just the overall person who just makes it all happen. So if we need to write copy or emails, he'll either write them and get me to check them or sometimes we'll hire an an external copywriter. And he just pulls all the elements together for our main launch. And there's a ton of moving pieces for that. There's Facebook ads, which he also does now. We've brought that in-house. And just managing all of the, the bits and pieces that go into doing a launch. Now, if I didn't have Mark, I would have to hire that role. To be honest, I would probably just eliminate it altogether and just not really do those big launch events because it's just just don't want to, basically. Um, and as I said, Mark also do, does our Facebook ads now. I didn't do Facebook ads before my, Mark came into the business. I just, yeah, I just went for more organic leads. And... I would say also Mark just does a lot of that, um, uh, I don't know, just driving the business forward sometimes in now looking at like what marketing places we want to do, like market different marketing channels. So he might look into YouTube ads or Google ads or things like that. Probably stuff that, again, if I didn't have him, I, I probably wouldn't do. The other thing that Mark does is our affiliate program. So we used to run an affiliate program where people promoted Money Bootcamp and we eliminated that just in 
like for simplicity because it got to a point where it was so big I'd have to add a whole person I think just to to manage that program but he also manages if we're an affiliate for somebody else so if I'm promoting someone's work Mark will usually manage that that process from start to finish so as you can see like even though I'm like oh I've got a really lean team like my husband's in the business who you know like would be probably three people's people's roles, which is still appropriate for the size of my business. And I would say that neither of Mark or I are full time in the business, like in a traditional sense, because we've got kids, we've got dogs, we've both, you know, have hobbies. And even though we still probably work a little bit too much, we're definitely not um, full time in the business. Okay. So that's myself and Mark. Now, who else is on my team? So I have a part-time admin assistant who is a bit of a jack-of-all-trades. So she might do our newsletter. She'll um, be the, the point of call for all customer service inquiries and she'll just like manage the inbox. And that role can be very varied, you know, because obviously if someone responds and wants a refund, she has to do those admin processes. If someone's got something wrong with their account, like they can't access Money Bootcamp, they like she'll do that. So it's like a little bit of a tech role, a little bit of customer service and and some administration. As I said, I got to a million dollars just with me and an admin assistant. So if I didn't have Mark, I'd probably just, you know, go back to just that simple business model. And then I bring people in every now and again. So I might bring in, you know, like a video person and I'll sit in a hotel room for five days and we'll film videos. Um, And my bookkeeper and my accountant, they're external contractors. So I know it might seem still like there's a lot of different things, but I simplify everything. I look at everything in my business. Do we need to even do this? Is this part of our remit? Is this all roads lead to boot camp. Is this a detour? Is this a distraction? Does you know? Do we really need to do this? And where possible, I don't bring in things in house because I want to keep it lean. Like for example, at the moment, I could be doing this podcast at home, but I've hired an external studio because it just makes it so much easier. I'll do it. I'll do a bunch of them, and then I'll leave. So it's usually more expensive to outsource those things, but then it's not the on ongoing cost. Okay, so. Another hire that I made about a year and a half ago was having a community manager in to help me manage the energy of Money Bootcamp. And that's a part-time role as well. It's about 12 to 20 hours um, a week, depending on where we're at in our launch cycle. And that really that has really, really helped. So that really fits that thing of, you know, the most stressful and then things that stop and start you making money. For me, like I just felt like energetically it was starting to be stressful to try and answer everyone's questions in Money Bootcamp. So that was one of my, probably my one of my best recent hires. And that's it. As I said, I do all my social media. I could probably outsource that. Um, I, I really think that you can do this if you want to. You know, there aren't any rules about how you run your business, but there are consequences. You know, if if you want to do a whole bunch of different things, then that might add complexity into your business. Okay, but I, I love really going for the simple stuff. All right, so I said that, um, you know, should you go into business with one of your friends? I think that's a really juicy conversation to go into. Now, I've seen this work really, really well, and I've seen it like just be 
the worst thing ever. So you might have a friend in mind and you just love talking about business and you just have so much fun and you've come up with an idea together and like, should you do it instead of just, you know, like having your own business? So honestly, it depends like anything. For every success story, there's a lot of cautionary tales of friendships gone forever. So here's a little bit of a checklist to see if this is going to work for you. So first of all, just ask yourself why you want to go into business with a friend. Is it because you're scared to do it alone, because you don't want the responsibility? Um, Or it's that confidence factor of feeling like you would be more confident with somebody else. Now, being in business requires you to be self-motivated, right? And it's nice to have someone you know, especially if, again, you don't want to have a big team or, you know, you might feel quite lonely and you think that that's would be, that would be the answer. If you do decide to go down the route, like with having a team, you know, get the right person to do the right things. Sometimes people go into business and they've got completely complementary roles. Other times one person ends up doing all the work and then the other person kind of coasts and then you're sharing the money and it kind of sucks. So I would suggest then, you know, if you're not sure, you can just try it out and just do little things together. So I have friends where we might run a retreat together. We might run a little conference together and then that's okay. It's, you know, super simple. It's not an ongoing thing. You can try it out and see if you like it and easy peasy. Okay, so that's uh, my little idea. I, I, I love running retreats with friends. I love having co-hosts for things, but I am, I'm an independent woman. I'm the boss and it doesn't work for me. Okay. Ah, oh, it just doesn't. All right. So I would love to hear from you. You can tag me on social media about this team thing, you know, like how has it made you think that you could then have a big team or a small team I would love to hear what's coming up from for you around that and um, yeah you can reach out to me on social media I'm at Denise DT for everything but really the important thing to know is you can create your business exactly the way you want to so don't be afraid that you have to have a big team or it's going to be really expensive you can be successful and be super lean if you're willing to simplify. All right, gorgeous. Let's take a quick break and I'll be right back. Hi, I'm Kyra, an Australian astrologer, tarot reader, yoga teacher, and herbalist at Herbal Moon Goddess. I actually met Denise a few years ago at a conference and it was a huge fangirl moment. (laughs) I've read her books. In fact, Chilpreneur lives on my bedside table. But I only joined the Money Boot Camp about two months ago now. When I joined, I was feeling really stressed about money. I felt like I was stuck in a financial rut. But since joining Boot Camp, I set a goal of receiving $10,000 in one month. Well, the month's not over yet and I've actually received more than $10,000. Plus, I received a phone call confirming I would receive $50,000 of value. Oh my gosh. And I really have to put it all down to Denise's revolutionary teachings. It's now part of my morning ritual to listen to a Denise training video as I'm starting my day. Bootcamp has helped me grow my income and business. Plus, it's been an amazing journey of personal development. Thank you so much, Denise, for helping me realize my own self-worth and helping me to break through my own limitations when it comes to earning money. 
Hey, beautiful. Welcome back. And here is my final thought for today's episode. It is not a nice word, (laughs) but I love it. So in my book, Chillpreneur, I talk about how um, I'm not like completely anti-hustle, right? I think you still have to do lots of work to be successful in business, but you don't. it doesn't have to be hard work. It doesn't have to be onerous. You don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. There can be an easier way. And so the word I came up with was chussle, chilled hustle. And that just means like find the path of least resistance. Like you're still going to have to show up. You're still going to have to make offers in your business. You're still going to have to market yourself. You know, it's not just going to happen by accident. You're going to have to book the podcast studio. You're going to have to write the blog posts. You're going to have to, you know, create the social media content. You're going to have to create your program. You're going to have to write your book. It's not without effort, but there are ways of making it easier for ourselves. So chilled hustle, chussle is all about working to your strengths, allowing it to be easy, working in ways that feel more enjoyable and more fun to you than the other alternative and really allowing yourself to to prosper from your skills and talent without making it hard. So yeah, chussle. As I said, it's not the prettiest word, but I would I would love to put it on a mug one day, put it on a hat, put it on a t-shirt. But there are easier ways to make money, <laughs> uh, isn't there? So remember that. How can you chussle a little bit over the next um, week? How can you do your chilled hustle? All right, let me know because I, I want to hear that. Just even just tweet at me, Chussle, and I will know exactly what you mean. So I'm at Denise DT. If you don't know my social handles by now, make sure you follow me all around the interwebs for, for more genius tips like Chussle. All right, beautiful. Go forth, chill and prosper and Chussle. Trosper. No, that doesn't work, does it? Uh, but peace out from me and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.